Welcome to A Change of Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Walston. And in this space, we navigate life together. We ask the hard questions like, what is the truth you haven't told? But most importantly, we grow together. And sometimes that leads to a change of heart. Hey, everyone. So we are back for season two. We are kicking off season two with the first episode, and I'm super excited to be back. Ever since I wrapped up season one, I was already planning for season two, and it really feels good to be back and to talk about life with you all again. So I'm excited. Do me a favor. Make sure that you share this episode. Share it with your girlfriend. Share it with someone who you feel like could benefit from it, because listen, Today, we are talking about how are you investing in yourself in 2021, okay? But before we jump into that, you all know that we do a question of the day every single episode. That's my favorite part. And today's question of the day is, what promise do you want to keep to yourself this year? And as I was thinking about that, I realized that my the biggest promise I want to keep to myself is simply being intentional. And it's to be intentional to complete the goals that I set out. And there are like three things that come to mind. One is with my fitness goals. I want to make sure that I stay on top of that. The second thing is just being intentional about building relationships and connecting with people, partnering with people. And then lastly, being intentional about just growing as a person growing spiritually, growing mentally. Y'all know we doing, or maybe you don't know, actually, we're doing a book club. I shared it in the last episode of last season, but I'm doing a book club and every single month we are reading a new book. And so I just really want to just grow and be open to learning, unlearning still. And so that is, those are the promises that I want to keep to myself this year. And so you all know the drill by now. Let me know if you're watching this on my YouTube channel. You can put your answer in the comments. What promise do you want to keep to yourself this year? And follow me on Instagram at Angel C. Walston. And I always post the question of the day in my stories. And I also created its own little Instagram for a change of heart podcast. And that's what it is at a change of heart podcast. So you can follow me there on Instagram and I'll be posting more things about the podcast there. All right, are we ready to jump into today's topic? Because we are discussing how are you investing in yourself in 2021? And I feel like with every new year, people make New Year's resolutions. They write out all of these goals that they have for the year, um, the things that they want to accomplish. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not knocking it. I'm not necessarily one who's like into like the vision boards and all of that, but to each its own because- I don't know. I feel like it's good to have direction so that you can focus in on what you want to achieve. But the problem is people always have great intentions in January, but more people tend to fall off throughout the year than those who actually stick with their plan and accomplish it and accomplish what they set out to do as the year goes on. And so with this idea, I started thinking about how in order for you to accomplish the things that you want to do, you have to invest in yourself. And we're going to discuss a couple of ways that you can invest in yourself in 2021 that will help you to achieve the goals that you want to set out. But first things first, 
Y'all know by now, I'm a definition girl. So I was looking up what the definition of invest means, and it means to use, give, or devote as for a purpose or to achieve something. And so in thinking about this definition and this idea of investing in yourself, I want you to think about what are you going to use, give, or devote for the purpose of achieving what you want this year. So think about whatever goals, whatever plans you had for yourself when you started 2021. What are the things that you're going to do that you are going to use, that you're going to give or devote for the purpose of achieving those things that you said you wanted to do. And I wanna share some of the ways that I intend to invest in myself to give you some ideas because it's not universal. So the way that I intend to invest in myself, it truly could be not applicable to you, non whatsoever, and that's perfectly fine. But you do have to take the time to determine what that looks like specifically for you. So one of the first ways I intend to invest in myself this year is in personal and professional development. So let me lay some groundwork so this makes sense. I've been thinking a lot about how every single job I've had, we've always been required to have at least 40 hours of training every year. And if there's a cost for the training, the job will pay for it. They'll cover, like if you got to go out of town for it, they will cover for you to stay in a hotel. They may even give you like a company car. They will cover whatever the cost, um, the cost is for the conference, all of that jazz, right? So they will do all of that because they want us to be on top of the latest trends, the latest research, whatever is like the most up updated information. So at most jobs, you have some form of requirements when it comes to training for your personal development. And I was thinking about how much time do we give to completing training, webinars, attending conferences, pre-COVID of course, getting certification, doing all of this stuff for jobs that we don't really like, or we're not really invested in. And maybe you love your job. Like, I don't want to act like everybody don't like their job, but maybe you love your job. I am not attempting to minimize that by any means, and I'm not pushing entrepreneurship by any means. I simply bring this up because for those of you who are not fully invested in our jobs, may not view it as a career or something long-term, for the thing that you want to do, the thing that fulfills you, the thing that fuels your passion, the thing that you are excited about that lights a fire on the inside of you. Are you investing in that? And that was a question I had to to ask myself. So just follow me here. If your job requires 40 training hours per year of professional development as an investment, okay, what training have you invested in for your personal and professional development for the things that you actually want to do? And this is such a perfect time to really invest in yourself in this way because with COVID, pretty much all the events are virtual nowadays. And most of the time, the hangup for people is that it's expensive to have to travel if you, if you have to pay for it yourself. So it's expensive to get a flight if it's far enough that you don't really want to drive the distance. Um, but flights, hotels, the cost, to the conference guests, it adds up and I get that. Um, some people have anxiety in general regarding traveling. Some people have social anxiety and they don't like to be in large groups, get that as well. So with things being virtual, that eliminates a lot of the concern or issues that may have made it more difficult or challenging for you to do these things previously. 
But nowadays, like you can literally Google events in the area in the area of specialty that you're looking for. You can go on eventbrite.com and search the specific thing that you're looking for. Face, Facebook groups are also another great option. There's literally groups for everything where you can find support, where you can network, where you can find other like-minded people. And another great way to find events or connect with or follow people in the field that you're in or that you want to become a part of is is using hashtags. Listen, the way that I found my life coach that I've been working with for the last two years, I literally went on Instagram and searched hashtag black life coaches. And that's how I found Shanita. And it's been the best decision that I've ever made. And as you're searching hashtags and you click on the different pages, more than likely you'll be able to find some kind of workshop that they offer, a masterclass, a webinar, or something that will direct you to where, where whatever it is that you're looking for, where you can find it. Now, in thinking about investing in yourself in this way, it is important to know what exactly is it that you're looking for. And that doesn't necessarily mean that if you don't know, then don't bother because as you're trying out different things, you may discover areas that you're interested in, that you were unaware of, or you may have multiple things that you're interested in. That is perfectly fine. Everybody loves a multifaceted person, okay? So being multifaceted or being multidimensional, that does not mean that you have to be boxed in or stuck in certain categories. You simply just need to figure out what the overlap is. So I was having a session a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to my life coach about wanting to invest in myself in this way. And I was telling her that, you know, there are a lot of things that I do, but they fall under different communities essentially. And so I wasn't really sure in looking for this community. It's like, I don't really know what I'm looking for per se, because the things that I do are different. And so there's not really an overlap. So for example, you all know, obviously I host a podcast and this is pretty much our space for girl talk. This is where we grow together. This is where we talk about life. And then I have Change Hearts and the YouTube channel that's associated with Change Hearts, which is solely faith-based. So there's this ministry component of me that is separate in certain ways as well. So I also write books. So there's like the author writer component. And then something that a lot of you probably don't know, I feel like this sounds like a flex and that is not meant, that's not my attention now whatsoever. But I also do, I would not call myself a graphic designer, but 90% of the graphics that I, that you all see for change hearts that you see for the podcast, I've created that with the exception of a few things that I had someone on my team when I had a team for change hearts who did those things for me. So the question, I bring all of this up to say, the question becomes, what do you focus on? If I'm trying to find this personal development, this professional development, and I have all of these areas that I feel like I'm tapped into, what do I start? Where do I start? What is it that I need to actually like give my attention to? And so I was talking to my life coach about this and she helped me to see that instead of trying to find something to be a part of each one of those components, because that can end up being overwhelming, figure out where the overlap is. And I figured out that in each of the things that I do, the overlap is my why. So why do I do change hearts? Why do I make the YouTube videos? Why do I write the books? Why do I do this podcast? Why do I do all of these different things? And what it boils down to is because I am invested in helping women to find wholeness, healing, and to walk in the authenticity of who God has created them to be. And y'all are going to hear me drive this point throughout this 
this season because that is, that's my secret sauce. That's, that's my thing. That is the thing that fuels my passion. That is the thing that makes me excited. That is the thing that drives why I do what I do. And so as I was thinking about all of this, I'm like, that's it. That's the caption. I bring this up because it's important to understand to not confuse what you're capable of doing with what you're called to do because they're not always mutually exclusive. You can do a whole lot of things, but always bring it back to your why. Why do I do this? What drives me? Like, what am I excited about? So for me, as I thought about what drives me, what I'm passionate about, it's always been about helping women to be whole, to be healed and walk in the authenticity of who God created them to be. That's always been it. My investment in professional development is focused on how can I better serve women? Because that ultimately is my demographic, is helping women to become the best version of themselves, helping them to eliminate the roadblocks, the things that are keeping them from walking in the authenticity of who God created them to be. Because when you're able to be whole, when you're able to be healed, and when you're able to truly walk in authenticity, that's where everything starts to open up. That's where you're able to really walk in your purpose. That's when you're able to really like be in the space where you're able to really fulfill the things that God has created you to be. And so here's the thing about investing in yourself, especially when it comes to what you're good at doing. You have to be willing and able to acknowledge when you've gotten yourself as far as you can take yourself. Follow me. I realized this year, well, I would say last year per se, that I have hit a ceiling on getting myself as far as I can take myself. And I have I have the choice to stay at where I am now. We I consider myself successful. I am doing the things that I've wanted to do. I love what I do. And I'm at a place where I would say that I'm content, but there's also this feeling of, I know that there's more. And I know that I could stay where I am and not grow beyond this point and still feel successful and still be pleased, for lack of better words, with the work and the content that I have created thus far. I can try to convince myself that I can continue to try to get myself to where I want to be on my own. Or I can make the investment of allowing people who are way beyond where I am, not even, they don't even have to be way beyond where I am. They don't even have to be in the position of where I am, to be honest, but who have the tools, the resources, and are equipped to help me to get to the place that I ultimately want to be in. Not even just to get me to the place that I ultimately want to be in, but to get me to the place where I'm able to really help the women who I serve at a capacity that is bigger than even what I recognize. And so I I share this because as you're thinking about what this looks like for you, go back to your why and determine how can you continue, how you can continue to develop and cultivate your why, because your why is what's going to drive everything for you. If you don't know why you do something, if you don't, if you're just doing it just to do it, you will realize that a lot of the things that you're doing you're not excited about it because you don't even know why you're doing it. And for some of us, if we were to be honest, our why is rooted and tied into other people. It's not even something that we want to do. We don't want to let people down. I have been there, done that. I'm in that right now. If I can be 100% honest, that's an episode for a later day. 
but we don't want to let people down. We don't want to disappoint someone else's dreams for us. Some of us have people who are living vicariously through us. And so we don't want to let their dream fall, but it's like, you're not even doing what you want to do. You're not even doing the thing that God has called you to do. If we want to be really real, because you're either rejecting it, you're running from it, or you're trying to live and walk in somebody else's dream that God been trying to wake you up from that. So you have to really think about what it is that motivates your why. What is it that you are invested in? What is it that you really want to do? How can you really serve other people with the gifts that God has given you? What is it that is inside of you that is just like, it's like, Bust is like knucking and bucking, ready to come out. But you're allowing yourself to stay where you are because you feel like you're not capable, you're not qualified, you're not good enough, you can't. What is that? Because the reality is some of us have allowed fear and our own negative self-talk to talk us out of our why. Because we know that we have a passion for something. We know that we have a drive for something. We know that there's something that we want to do that we would love to do, but we talk ourselves out of it because we feel like we're not good enough or we're not qualified. According to who? According to what? And if you feel as though you don't have the resources, the tools, the Invest in personal and professional development so that you can get to the place that you want to be in. All right. So another area that I'm investing in this year is my body. Okay. I don't know why I said it like that, but I said last season that I signed up for a virtual workout um, called Camp Gladiator and I got a coach, nutritionist, all in this deal. And I am proud to say that your girl has been consistently working out since the first week of December and it is paying off. Okay. So I've noticed that my pants have been tighter. And initially I thought it was because you know how like when you wash your jeans, they get a little bit on the tight side. You got to wear them to like warm them up a little bit. So it was like, I thought because I had washed them that maybe it had shrunk a little bit and I just needed to loosen them up, but that's what I thought was going on. But I went to put on a pair of jeans that have always been like a little bit on the loose side, even like after I washed them and I went to put them on and my jeans was like new, new booty. Who this? <laughs> who, who this? So I decided to weigh myself. This was a couple weeks ago and y'all. All my life, I have been super tiny, okay? As a full size grown adult, my weight has fluctuated between 110, 115 max. Y'all, I got on the scale and your girl is 123, okay? <laughs> when I tell you I was ecstatic to see that because... I've never in my life grazed 120. I've never even seen the 120s on a scale, yet alone exceeded it. So I'm low-key disappointed only because I really can't fit any of my jeans right now. Like every single pair of pants that I've been wearing to work, they're unbuttoned. So I just have to make sure my shirts are long enough to cover it because we're not about to do that. Um, but I'm going to have to invest in some new bottoms and add that into the budget. So Listen, as I was like putting on my jeans and everything was getting a little on the tight side, I was like, Angel, it's either the gut or the butt. And listen, 
one of the two is getting bitter, getting bigger and honey, it is not my gut. Okay. So y'all do with that information, whatever you feel free to, but I have every single intention to purchase a thick thigh, save laugh shirts in my near future. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, it's working even though I absolutely hate working out. I'm not going to lie. Um, I still don't enjoy working out. It's not fun to me in any form or fashion. I honestly look forward to listening to my workout playlist like that I enjoy and the camaraderie of the comment section, our support group in the comment section of our Zoom workout of other people hating working out too. Like That's literally what I'm there for. I never look for it to working out. So yeah, for people who genuinely enjoy working out and you do it consistently, happily, without wavering, how does it feel to be God's favorite? I'm asking for myself. Like, I would love to know how does it feel to be God's favorite? Because that's that's just not that's that's just not my life. So yeah. But I share all of that to say I made a commitment when I started doing the workout back in December. I made a commitment to working out consistently three times per week for a minimum of six months. And I want to be able to look back on this time next year. So January 2022. And I want to be able to say that I was in the best shape of my life. And I want to be able to have the body to prove it. Okay. So I view this as an investment in myself because it's not completely just about working out, but I want to take care of my body. Like I realized, listen, I'm pushing 40. Like I'm just rounding up at this point. I'm 32. I'll be 33 this year, but listen, I'm pushing 40 and I want to take care of my body. I want to make sure that I am really putting myself in the best position as I age that I can hopefully avoid some of the fatigue and whatnot that comes with not taking care of your body. So I feel like it's the only one that I have and that I'm going to have to make sure that I am keeping it healthy, that I'm taking care of it. And also I want to be intentional about listening to my body when it's tired, when it's fatigued, when it's overwhelmed. I'm learning to be kind to my body, to stretch my body, all of it. Um, I would have been consistently working out three times per week, except for one week where I don't know what was going on. I got a cramp in my leg. Then I got a cramp in my arm while I was lifting weights. And I was going to do another workout that week to get my three in. And I was like, we're going to take a day off. And that's okay, because that's our business in Auntie Tab's voice. So yeah, but I just think about how I want to be able to fully do all the things that God has created me to do. And I don't want to be tired because I'm not taking care of myself. I don't want to end up sick with diseases that are preventable because I didn't take care of myself with better eating habits. And so the working out, eating healthier and eating in general, because I be, skip, I be skipping breakfast, okay, like a lot. And I'm, I'm trying to be better about that but I'd be skipping breakfast. But these things are long-term investments because I want to create healthy habits that will be long-term. Like I want this to be something that's not just like summer body, but I want to have a body and overall inner health that is really consistent with my desire to want to live and my desire to want to be able to really fulfill the things that God has called me to. And I also want my booty to be high and lifted up and look good in jeans. So there's that folks. (laughs) Last but certainly not least. It's actually the most important investment that, and that is in your mental health. 
one of probably the biggest change of hearts that I've had in the decade plus of being a believer was unlearning the idea that going to therapy was like a betrayal of my faith. And if you read my first book, Changed Heart, I talked about that towards um, the end of the book where um, when I was having some issues, just struggling with like anxiety, depression, all of that, I really struggled with the idea of getting a therapist at that time because I felt like, oh, I just need to pray about it. And listen, if you don't do anything else, go to therapy this year, please and thank you. (laughs) Go to therapy this year. I know it's been said way too many times, but we truly are living in unprecedented times still. And to say it's been a lot to process would be an understatement. And one of the best investments you can make this year is really allowing yourself to start and go through the process of healing. And I think a lot of people avoid therapy because of fear of being labeled, the stigma associated with it. Although I do believe the stigma is not as bad as it has been in years past. But what you have to understand is that your healing is your responsibility. You are not responsible for the things that people have done to you, the way they've treated you, the things that have happened to you, but you are ultimately responsible for your healing. And when we think about our mental health, it influences us in so many other areas within our lives. And some of it we don't even recognize because we don't have language for it. And so we're just going around broken, wounded, and we are not really allowing ourselves to process what led us to be broken, wounded, hurt, all of those things, because we just keep on going and we develop this mentality of, I'm never going to allow anybody to hurt me ever again. And we carry all of this weight around that we should not be carrying, that we do not have to. Going to therapy can help you to have language for what it is that you need to process, and it can help you to improve and or change that language if necessary. And so for a book club that I'm doing for the month of January, we read a book called Love Me, Don't Leave Me, Overcoming Fear of Abandonment and Building Lasting Loving Relationships with Michelle Skeen. And she talks a lot about how our core beliefs influences our behaviors and responses while also impacting our relationship with others. And For some of you, you can't quite get to your next, not because you don't have the knowledge, the ability, the how-to, but because you have unresolved issues that would hinder you from excelling and succeeding in your next level. And God is not going to set you up for the okie doke. He is not going to send you somewhere to bleed on people and potentially damage or hurt people because you haven't addressed how your unhealed wounds are triggered. That's heavy. Take a deep breath. We're going to be all right. But that's the reality. There are a lot of us who want to do amazing things this year. And I don't want any of you to be the reason why it can't go forward. So make sure that you take the time to really get healed this year. Take the time to deal with the things that you have not processed. Some of us still need to grieve. Like some of us truly need to grieve people. We need to grieve the loss of relationships. We need to grieve the loss of people who have physically left like death. We need to grieve Heck, some of us need to grieve 2020 if we're being honest. What we weren't able to do, we need to go through that process and really allow ourselves to heal and to get all of of that out. And let me give this disclaimer. There's no expectation for any of us to be perfect by any means. Like nobody, perfection is also a scam. But there is a freedom in healing from who and what hurt you. And there's freedom in acknowledging where you were wrong and where you didn't get it right. There's 
freedom and being self-aware enough to recognize that what you've been doing is simply not working and allowing someone to assist you in trying something that just might work. And so I do, I, I cannot stress enough the importance of seeking professional help. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I've always been very vocal about the fact that I have a life coach. She is also a therapist. And I am very big about people taking care of their mental health, making sure that they are in a position. Because here's the thing. We can set out all of these goals. We can do all of these things. And guess what? You can accomplish them. Every single thing that you want to do in 2021, you can check it off your to-do list. You can make it happen. But if your mental health and your well-being is not in the right place, you're still unhappy. It, it literally could mean nothing to you. You would still feel unsatisfied and unfulfilled because you have other things that you that are dealing with you, but that you are simply choosing not to deal with. So I really do just want to encourage you to, as you're thinking about ways that you can invest in yourself in 2021, as you're thinking about the things that you want to do, make you a priority as well. Make your mental health and your well-being a priority as well, because that is going to be instrumental in the process of what it is that you want to achieve and how well you're able to achieve that throughout this year. So I hope this has helped you to think about how you can invest in yourself this year as you're planning out your to-do list and creating goals. And like I said earlier, these are not by any means the only ways that you can invest in yourself. This is not the only way that I intend to invest in myself in this year. This is a short list and you have to you have to determine what that looks like for you. But take the time to discover that and take the time to be intentional and strategic with how you show up, not just for other this others this year, but how you show up for yourself. How are you going to show up for yourself and invest in yourself in 2021? Because that's important too. So I hope you all have a great week and don't forget to be whole, be healed and be authentic because baby, that is your secret sauce. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into a change of heart podcast. I hope you were encouraged and please take a moment to share with a girlfriend and don't forget to download the episode. Lastly, I would love to connect with you. You can follow me on Instagram at Angel C. Walston and at A Change of Heart Podcast. Have an amazing week and don't forget, be whole, be healed, and be authentic.